And now, on This Week in History, with Paul Waite. And it is on This Week in History with me. Paul Waite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Paulus Davidius. I like Waitus. to be reminded who I am. Uh, this week we have the most number of facts ever on and on This Week in History, Ooh. I believe. And so I decided I've actually properly properly referenced all of my points oh nice they've all got a little code so i know what order to do them in excellent so we'll see if the system works shall we so the first one is i know callum will know a bit about this as well um a, a, a person who i really love uh claudius so one of the best series tv series of all time i claudius uh, i claudius written by robert graves uh, one of the great authors um check out uh, some of his other books um really really good um, so Claudius uh, was the sort of uh, the the emperor who was never supposed to be emperor. Um, everyone thought he was a fool, stuttered, um, wasn't taken seriously. That was a good thing in the time because in Rome it was a cutthroat society, uh, poisonings and assassinations rampant, um, and of course he succeeded one of the, probably the equal most dreadful ruler in history, other than I suppose recent people like Mao and Hitler, uh, Caligula. Um, mm. Do you know what Kit Caligula's nickname was, Callum? Oh, I, I do, but I for, I've forgotten. He was Little cr- Boots. He was crazy, wasn't he? Little Boots was his mm. nickname. Mm. Uh, and Caligula was the guy that made his horse a senator. Mm. Um, it's a very naughty film if you want to watch it. Mm. <laughs> very naughty, if you know what I mean, with Malcolm McDowell and Helen Mirren. Mm. Uh, Malcolm McDowell oh, plays Caligula. I know Caligula. which movie you're on about. Yeah, lots of smut, we've got to say. <laughs> Did you so, know that Caligula ordered his army, he, de- he declared war on Poseidon as well, and ordered his army to go down to the shore, and he stabbed the, the sea with yes. spears. Oh, that's good. So, <laughs> just out of interest, uh, it was under Claudius's emperorship that Rome invaded Britain. Wow, or okay. England, it should be said. Um, so, moving on, because I'm already... I'm already um, not making a very good start on this and my referencing system is is definitely letting me down as well so ah uh, so we go all the way to um do we no that's two one <laughs> uh one one uh, there we go so we're going to well we'll, we'll do the battle of order who cares uh, so um 1556 we had the Jiangxi earthquake which killed 830,000 people wow in china that's the most people ever killed in and when, a, when was that sorry in 1556 oh crazy whereabouts in china shangxi wow. <laughs> that must have been a hell of an earthquake yeah. in uh, 871 so i've managed to get my order back now uh, we had the basal battle basing the battle of basing uh, where the danish invading army defeated the saxons under ethelred who was the brother of Alfred. So um, uh, those of you who haven't watched the brilliant series that Callum and I did on the history of the English people, then check it out. Um, In 1371, Robert II became the first monarch of the House of Stuart. Hey, laddie. Can you tell me another king who was in the Stuart family? Uh, Was it James? James, King James the first and second yep, yep. Uh, Charles the first and second yeah that's it they were all Stuarts not, not my strong, strong point in history no, that was good you yeah. did well um, then uh, oh no we did that one so that's good so uh, in 1695 so 1690 the Iroquois uh, tribes renewed their allegiance to Britain so one of the things that people don't know about the the Red Indian tribes true mm-hmm. Uh, they basically were either on the British side or the French side. Oh, okay. So um, I think the Mohawks were on the side of the French. You see that in the last Mohicans, just yeah. Yeah, the Mohawks were on the side of the French, mm. like Magua. Magua, yeah. Yeah, 
uh, and the Iroquois were on the side of the, the British. So this is when America was still being fought over between Britain and France, okay? Mm-hmm. So just to fill that in. In 1771, Spain ceded the Falkland Islands to Britain. Uh, obviously, the legacy of that was the Falklands uh, uh, carried on for years and years. And obviously now... Uh, Argentina, which is effectively the sort of predecessor of Spain, Spain I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and in Spanish, the Falkland Islands is known as Los Malvinas. Obviously, Malvinas. Falklands yeah. War in the uh, was it early Ma- 90s. Thatcher's like 80. 80s. Yeah, 80s. Something like 81 or something like that. Mm. Uh, wonderful that we had Margaret Thatcher as the Prime Minister because she kicked mm. a thing. Quick, botty. Um, she kicked Drew says I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1793, which is a bit sad... Uh, and obviously, this also included Marie Antoinette. Louis the Sixteenth was guillotined by Ooh. the nasty little French Republican people. Um, it's a very sad story that uh, Marie Antoinette, very vilified, nowhere. She's renowned for the "let them eat cake," but she didn't actually mean it like that at all. It's very much like um, Canute saying about the sea. You know, he, he didn't. He didn't. He sat in front of the sea for the opposite reason mm. that he's vilified for. He wanted to show the people that he wasn't omnipotent that was the mm, whole point mm. uh, and the last point on uh, this first session uh, and, and again Callum will like this one although it's very sad in 1870 uh, 173 Blackfeet Indians were slaughtered in Montana by the US Army of which 140 were children and women Whoa. so uh, one of the things I get very upset okay. with Americans about this anyway so that's the end of the first session on this week in history on this week in history Oh, sorry, I won't go back to the second <laughs> part of all this week in history. And I'm laughing because my son just made me laugh because mm-hmm. I was rude to him because he said something. Um, <laughs> it, was his birthday. it was his birthday this week. So Probably, happy yeah. 31st birthday Yesterday to my little boy, who's quite a big boy now. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, very, old. very, very strong, has to be mm-hmm. said. Thank you. Yeah. So we got, uh, <laughs> I know that Callum's going to like these facts. He knows a lot about this. So in 1879, um, this, this is all happened in the same week, which is amazing. Uh, the Zulus um, Zulu. inflicted maybe the worst, the most embarrassing military defeat on the British uh, in history, I would say. Mm. Um, so this was at Isrwandwana. Um, and um, when uh, Callum was a little boy, I bought him a box set mm-hmm. of, um, was it called something like Zulu Dawn? Zulu Dawn and Zulu, yeah. Yeah, uh, Zulu Dawn. So he had, used to have this poster of uh, Zulu Dawn. Yep. And effectively what happened is... Um, yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, there were quite a lot of Zulus, maybe 4,000, I think, something like that. Um, but what was amazing, when you consider the next battle we talk about, if, it's, if it is a battle, um, is uh, this was against the might of the British Army. So we're talking about, you know, I don't know, they, it, was, they, they defeated the whole regiment sort I of thing. I think it was like between one and 2,000 British soldiers. And, and actually, it's quite interesting. If you watch the film, which is really good, um, the reason that actually we got slaughtered was down to the stupidity of mm. the gun master or the armorer or whatever. Yeah, the ammunition. The ammunition uh, guy who um, mm. who basically wouldn't give out the bullets. So um, uh, so the, the whole regiment of the British Army was slaughtered by the Zulus, mm. uh, which makes what happened next even more remarkable. So there we were uh, in Rourke's Drift, and I have friends have been there, and they tell me, um, it's no bigger than a small school, you know, small um, playground, you know, um, you know, schoolhouse, you know, sort of. You okay. Know, it says, you know, it's, it's, it's a small chapel, say, um, which makes you know what happened. So I think there were only three hundred. Uh, about about three hundred. Yeah. So we had three hundred, and these were not um, even. Uh, most of them weren't even proper soldiers. Mm. So, Mainly uh, Welsh, I think. 
Well, we'll come on to that now. I'll tell you this because okay. I, I know a lot about this. Apologies. So um, history wrongly um, accredits this to being the mostly being Welsh, but it's not true. Oh, really? Um, and it's because um, at the time of 1879, this particular regiment was actually the Warwickshire Regiment. Oh, okay. Uh, and then it got redesigned, re- whatever, redesignated um, as the. Um, I know that the because I've been to it. I've been to the military museum in Brecon. Mm. I mean, Wales. So it then got redesignated as a Welsh regiment. Uh, but history has, for some reason, taken... So even though it was afterwards, mm. everyone says basically it was a Welsh regiment that... Um, and in fact, I think the number of Welsh people there was about a third. Mm. Um, and what I'm very proud of is the commanding officer was a guy called Chard, who came from Somerset. Ah. Uh, but um, And you can see his, his grave in Char- um, Crewkern, I think it is. Mm. Um, and in the film, he's played by Stanley Baker, who, funnily enough, is Welsh. Mm. <laughs> um, he was a royal engineer. Mm. So um, this is amazing. So effectively, 300 uh, British soldiers. Um, half Sorry, of them were pro- I just want to correct myself. I just looked it up. Less so it, it, was, it was about 255, yeah. to be more um, accurate. So against uh, three to 4,000 Zulu warriors. Exactly. Uh, and basically, um, this went on for several days. And um, uh, and effectively, the Zulus gave up in the end, and mm. um, they they basically retreated and 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 basically said respect respect you very brave people. Um, and I think eleven VCs were given out uh, at Rock Strip, which is the most in any single military engagement in British history. They did a good old so, they did a little sharpie, didn't they? Three rounds a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1907, uh, Charles Curtis became the first. Uh, North America, Native American uh, U.S. Senator uh, for Kansas, which is, um, I suppose, some something to make up for the terrible things we talked about earlier. Um, this is something I know a bit about, actually. In 1920, uh, the Dutch refused to turn over Kaiser Wilhelm to the uh, Allies. So, um, as we all know, Kaiser Wilhelm was uh, basically the king of Germany, uh, singularly responsible for the start of the First World War, uh, and first cousin to uh, George V mm-hmm. and to John Nicholas II. Yeah. Um, and um, he, he, he actually sought out the remaining, his, his remaining days in Holland. I know that. So he died in, in Holland. Um, so why the Dutch would want to protect him, I don't know. Mm. Uh, moving on, uh, in 1924, Ramsay MacDonald formed the very first Labour government. Mm. Uh, so uh, Labour government, uh, I'm not sure if this might be later on, uh, the Labour government was actually the Labour Party was only formed in something like 1870 by uh, Keir Hardy, uh, and I happened to do a project on Keir Hardy uh, in, as part of my history studies. Um, in 1930, Clyde Tombow photographed Pluto for the first time. A Pluto, no Pluto at all. It was another Pluto. That's the dog. That's the dog, uh, Pluto. So uh, I'm, I'm running behind. So. Um, <laughs> In, in 1943, the British Eighth Army marched into Tripoli. Eighth Army being the Desert Rats, Callum, mm. yeah, mm. under the command of Montgomery. Field Marshal Montgomery. Yeah, good boy. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm, so I've picked too many facts today, haven't I, for my own good? Um, so uh, we've got one more to go if I can find it, uh, or I'll have to give up because I'm. Uh, oh, here we go. In 1950, uh, the Israeli Knesset, which is a parliament, basically. Um, resolved that Jerusalem was to be the capital of Israel, um, and of course it is today, and is now um, recognised by mm, not that many actually. Probably about twenty countries in the world have recognised Jerusalem uh, as the capital of Israel. It's obviously very politically sensitive, 
Um, the America, America notably has has done that, but also quite a few other countries. So there we are, uh, end of the ambitious second uh, part today. And now on this week in history with Paul Wait. I didn't turn my knobs up then, Callum, did I? <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no, fortunately, Cal- Callum could see that my knobs were turned Always up. Always give your knob due attention. <laughs> that's, 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 I don't think that should be allowed. <laughs> uh, in 1957, Wham-O Company, Wham-O Company produced the very first Frisbee. And do you know what? It was originally called the Pluto Platter. Mm. Yeah, they needed a rebranding there, didn't they? Well, they did. I think it only lasted a year. Um, one of the most infamous people in British history... Um, have you heard of Kim Philby, Callum? I've heard of Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Kim Philby, Burgess and McLean? Burgess and McLean, yeah. So Kim Philby was part of Burgess and McLean. In 1962, he defected to the USSR. Okay. So this is a uh, top UK secret agent. Mm. Um, effectively um, went off to work for the Russians um, and uh, ended up his days in, in Moscow. Um, so probably one of the great British traitors, or infamous, maybe the right word to use, infamous traitors. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure my new system's working very well, Drew. Actually, I might have to <laughs> might have to criticise myself. So um, in 1984, uh, the greatest. So this is something, and, and I know the guy uh, uh, Moser. Um, in 1984, the greatest one-hour bike distance completed on a bicycle ever. Uh, 51.15 kilometers cycled in one hour. Wow. So that's um, about 30, 32 miles wow. in an hour. Um, just put in perspective, I think the most I've ever done in an hour is about 22. Mm. But yeah, I, so- did, I did cycle six lots of 17 miles in six hours mm. uh, just before my John O'Groats, which is pretty good. So I did 100 miles in six hours, which is not bad, is it? I mean, in this, in this uh, day and age with... with- traffic and stuff it's not uncommon to have to spend sort of 45 minutes driving 30 miles is it so so i've got the fact out of, of order here so 1962 uh brian epstein legendary brian epstein uh signed the beatles management contract uh bit of a sad character bit of a genius he also discovered lulu um Scylla black for instance Good old um, jerry and the pacemakers i think were his were his who all have pacemakers nowadays <laughs> brian epstein was gay um, and in those days, um, people were much uh, harsher on on gay people than they are today. And he had a bit of a, a hard life. It's a really good film about his life um, that you, you might want to go and see. It's um, it's, it's 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 good good stuff. Um, interesting one. This in 1989, the first reported case of AIDS. Oh really? I can remember at the time actually. Um, thinking because at the time you know it's it was it was probably you know it's obviously a much more serious thing than um coronavirus um you know and a lot of people were sort of saying it was the end of the world um you know this is a a disease that basically there's no there was no cure for Mm. you know people great people like freddie mercury Mm, uh, obviously died of if freddie mercury caught aids today he would have survived um because now they they can actually treat um aids to a point um then we have in 1979 uh, interesting fact this callum mm-hmm. uh, so in 1979 neptune actually passed further away from the sun than pluto really so neptune has an elliptical orbit uh, whereas pluto's is more uh i'm with you whatever the word is i'm with you, I'm with you yeah, yeah circular or something <laughs> so what actually happens is because it so what it, 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 it actually most of the time is something, I think it's something like a quarter of a billion miles closer mm. to the sun, 
but every now and then it, it actually passes further away. So in 1979, Neptune passed further away from the sun. I wonder so what the impact on the on the planet is when that happens. Yeah, not not very much. I wouldn't have thought. Not then. No. Um, and we've got two more today, I think. So I might have missed one today because my new system definitely doesn't work. Mm. Um, so um, really, again, I'm really into my astronomy, and we're going to do something about this. 2014, water vapor was detected on the dwarf planet Ceres. Mm. Um, I, I personally regard Ceres as being an asteroid. Mm. Um, since um, Pluto was redesignated as a dwarf planet, along with Eris, as mm-hmm. you probably know, Callum. Mm-hmm. Um, Ceres is now regarded as uh, a dwarf planet as well, but w- when I learnt astronomy, it was an uh, asteroid. I was taught it was an asteroid. So it's uh, uh, Ceres, I think, is about one quarter the size of the Moon. Um, so it's quite amazing that uh, water vapor was detected on it. And then the final one today on on this week in history, um, and very very topical. So only one year ago, the Chinese locked down Wuhan, where coronavirus all started. Um, and mm. Wuhan if, for, for those, has 11 million residents. Wow. So uh, effectively, 11 million people went into lockdown. So I think that was a very ambitious on this week in history and uh, very enjoyable, actually, because um, it's always nice to, to be able to talk eloquently about oh, one's, one's subject matter. Mm. And talking about subject matter, uh, one of the great anthems of all time for me, absolutely love it. Um, which I sort of regard a little bit as a sort of a bit of a nature stroke pagan song. I don't know why. Um, the Hole of the Moon by the Water Boys, and then uh, a lady who I really admire, fantastic voice. I really like her sort of rockabilly stuff, Amelda May. Available now on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and at AspenWaitRadio.com.